What's up, what's up, everyone? You are now listening to K-Squared. It's your girl, Kaylin. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Sabine, a.k.a. Snapchat. And welcome back to the show, everyone. Our girl, Kiaren, is currently on her flight, headed to L.A. for a video shoot. So, she's doing big things. We're super happy for her, but we will miss her energy in the station today. We know she's going to kill it, but make sure y'all send her good luck, good wishes for her video shoot. If this is your first time tuning in with us, we are three everyday college girls bringing what's hot and new right from the Big Apple. Also, don't forget that you all have the option to call in during today's show at 718-990-3758. Once again, that's 718-990-3758. So make sure y'all call us to engage in our conversations. But today, we have a special guest in the building. We're doing our very first interview with the Kennedy Brooks. <laughs> so, Brooke, say what's up to everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Brooke, but on I go by the Kennedy Brooks on Instagram. My middle name is Kennedy, so Kennedy Brooks is where it comes from. Yes, so we have Brooke in the station. Well, Kennedy Brooks in the station with us today. So without further ado, we're not going to waste any more time. We're going to get right into this interview. So, Kennedy Brooks, tell us, <laughs> our audience, about yourself, um, where you're from, what you do, just tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I moved around a lot, so I graduated from North Atlanta High School. That's how we met, and I'm a marketing major here at St. John's. I own a business. I'm a lash technician, and I also love to sing and write music. Yes, yeah, so you're a well-known lash tech on campus. Miss well, Elegant no. Eyes. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're, thank you, Sabine. I got my lashes done by her. <laughs> <laughs> I get my lashes done by her. Everybody gets their lashes done by Brooke, a.k.a. Elegant Eyes. That is her uh, lash tech Instagram, or that is her lash page. So tell us a little bit about what made you want to get into the lash business. What made you yeah. want to start in that area? Um. So senior year of high school and freshman year of college, I always got my lashes done. I was like, I'm getting my lashes, I'm getting my lashes done. No matter what, I found money to get my lashes done. And you know, when you get to college, you really get to experience being broke. I don't know about you guys, but I got to experience really being broke. And that was never really something that I did. When I was growing up, I always saved my money. I always kept things for myself, but I just didn't have a job. And I was like, I can't do this. So um, the girl that actually certified me, she's from Atlanta as well. Mm -hmm. And she, I was talking to her about it. And so I ended up getting certified like December, 2018. Okay. And I went home over the break and just practice and then um, January 2019 is when I really started to practice on campus and really mm-hmm. started my business. Okay so I know you know you're a young entrepreneur and while starting a business and while running a business while also being a full-time student at the same time I can only imagine how much stress and how much work can get really overwhelming. Yeah. So what challenges do you face in you know, how do you overcome those challenges or how did you overcome some challenges that you had to face in the past while having to keep up with your lash business, starting up your lash business, what uh, challenges did you face? Just to tell our audience who are interested in being entrepreneurs what it really takes and the, you know, the negative sides of being an entrepreneur because everybody sees, you know, the the flashy side and the positive side, but they don't really know what kind of work Mm -hmm. goes on behind the scenes. So tell us a little bit about what you, what challenges you had to face while trying to start your business and being a full-time student at the same time. 
Yeah, well, I'm definitely still learning. Right. Um, it's not perfect. I still face a lot of challenges now, but I think one of the biggest things people don't understand with entrepreneurship is that it takes time. Right. It takes a lot of time, especially when it comes to lashing, doing nails, doing mm -hmm. hair, makeup, anything that you choose to do right. that is like um, something that's perfecting somebody else or, you know, enhancing their beauty. It takes a lot of time. So I think for me, my struggle was trying to not compare myself to other lash techs, trying mm -hmm. to not compare myself um, to the pace of someone else because, exactly. you know, everyone's timing is different. Exactly. Um, and even now I'm looking at my work and I'm like, wow, like I've come a long, Such a way. long way. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people don't get, like when you first get certified, you don't just start looking good as soon as you get certified. No, right. you have to really take the time to put in practice and to perfect it. And so that's how I think I struggled with the most. And then also when it comes to balancing, what I started to do, um, I used this to do um, I use a scheduling site so that I could only get appointments that are when I don't have class wow. so I made a scheduling site that and the thing is it look it links to my Google Calendar okay so that's what I love about it so it's like I have my schedule so what, is, what is the website called it's called acuity okay acuity scheduling um, okay. you guys can check, check that, that out, out if you're that, right, great. Right. you know people can make deposits on there they book their appointments and as soon as they book it goes straight to my calendar mm -hmm. so I stay organized that, that way. way yeah and even like being a part of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sword Incorporated has been a huge huge adjustment for me right. um, because that is another job in itself exactly so me I use Google Calendar for everything and it allows me to stay organized right so you struggled mostly with just organizing and how did you really promote yourself how did you like what marketing you know skills did you have to learn yeah so I am a marketing major so stuff like that interests me and mm -hmm. I always try to find different ways to get myself out there like currently I'm doing a Valentine's Day sale okay. and the strategy behind it is um, the sale is for all full sets right okay. so it's for full sets and not fill in simply because I want to promote my full sets and once I get the clients in to you know experience a full set they'll keep coming back for fill-ins mm -hmm. so that was the strategic uh, mindset I had behind it and that's what I did for marketing for currently like right now mm -hmm. um, but before I would do different sales I have business cards that I give all my clients after wow. they're finished um, I used to leave business cards in different dorms and wow. yeah and just get my name out there that way so for my college students who are listening who aspire to be entrepreneurs that sounds like a lot of money went into it so did you kind of take some shortcuts or what what kind of advice do you have for people who do want to start up their business but are in college and are kind of financially strapped like they just don't have the funds to do what they do did you have the funds or did you kind of use some type of shortcuts um, I did not have the funds, but <laughs> I saved my money. Right. So um, what I really, honestly and truly, when you're a college student and you live on campus, I don't care what anyone says, you could save every single penny that you, you have. Can. You have a place to live. You have some food to eat. You have clothes on your back. So right. at the end of the day, you don't need to pay for anything. You don't. So what I did was just come to that realization, and I was like, okay, so I need to invest in something that's going to make me more money, that's going to propel my success, it's going to get me to where I need to be. So I really just took the time, and I was like, all right, Brooke, you're just going to set aside this money, and I continue mm -hmm. to save until I save to um, take my to class. To be able to fund yeah. your classes and stuff. Yeah. So you pay for your own class, Brooke? Yes! Yeah. 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 Yes! And then for that Christmas that year, I 
bags for all lash stuff. So yeah, that is I got major. like a lash bag for Christmas and a lash light and stuff like that. Yeah. So y'all heard it here first. Brooke is telling y'all to stop playing games and save your money. Stop spending money on food. Stop ordering out all the times. You could just go to Monty's. It's okay to go to Monty's someday. Hey, y'all, stop worrying. <laughs> make sure y'all brush your lashes too. It's okay. It's okay to go to Monty's. We we really. I feel like college students we struggle a lot with saving money. But Brooke, you bought you bought up a good point. Like we really have no reason to. No reason. We're not paying no bills. If you live on campus, you're not paying no bills. You're not. Your mom may make you. Pay a little phone bill or something, you know. Yeah. She may like you pay or for your tuition. own stuff, or right, or tuition. <laughs> Yikes. But at the end of the day, Brooke made a really good point of if you have a business and if you aspire to be an entrepreneur, you gotta slow down on your extracurricular funds a little bit mm-hmm. and really invest in yourself. She paid for her own class, guys. She saved her own money up and made sure that she was able to afford. All her lash kids. She has beautiful business cards. Um, She has beautiful business cards. She includes a lash brush. She includes lash cleaner. She includes everything. She has a whole little kit. She did that by herself. Beautiful lash bed. Beautiful light. So, you know, y'all, it's possible. Just say. Just just know that, you know, your money is going to grow. Um, And that's all that matters. Brooke also has St. John's discount. So, for all my St. John's (laughs) that's listening, um, visit her Instagram at underscore elegant, elegant eyes, eyes with, with a Z. A Z. Yes, mm-hmm. with the Z at the end to check out her lash page, y'all. I promise you will not be disappointed. Okay, so on to your next aspect of everything, right? You are a singer, Brooke. I, I, I honestly, you just do it all. Like I can't even, y'all. This girl uh. literally does everything. So, Brooke, you're a singer. Last year, you were our audience fa- favorite at the open mic night, which you were also performing at tonight. Yes, yes, they loved you. My favorite. Um, <laughs> yes, they loved you. And you were also performing at open mic tonight. So, applaud on that for sure. And y'all, she just came up with this at the top of her head. She was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, perform her own song. Last year, she did a cover, which was beautiful. But now she's doing her own, own okay, song. Brooke, she I also see. has a song out on iTunes right now. If you look her up at Kennedy Brooks, you will be able to find her song right now. So tell us a little bit about your singing background and what sparked you to fully tap into your talent. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you bring up Open Mic because last year, Open Mic was actually a very, very special moment for me that's when I really decided that I wanted to start writing my own music and that's Mm -hmm. when I really decided okay this is something I want to do um so previous like prior to that I actually wasn't writing or anything I wasn't like taking music serious I was just you know I like to sing but I've always been singing I've been in chorus I've always been um you know performing and things like that and I sang yeah and I sang national anthem for my senior year so I was always doing little things to get myself out there so open mic is when I really decided that I wanted what really decided that I wanted to start writing my own music Mm -hmm. and ever since then it's honestly it's the same thing as when you're being an entrepreneur it takes time and it takes it takes patience and so for me I think the hardest thing is not only just being comfortable with myself but Mm -hmm. knowing that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks as long as I like my music and I like how I sound and I you know have meaning behind it then that's all that matters Mm -hmm. um so even like today when I'm performing my own song this is a song no one's heard before right so that's something that's really hard for me but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day if I'm in love with it then that's all that matters exactly and that that makes it better too that no one's heard of people because they don't know how it's supposed to sound so honestly if you mess up it'll just they they won't notice it at all and you just mentioned that you write your own music so what is your writing process like 
what is that process like for you when you're writing your own music? Do you have to be in a certain environment? Does it just come to you and you open your phone real quick? Like, oh my God, I just thought of a verse. Let me yeah. write it down. What is your writing process like? Um, honestly, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what my writing zone is specifically, right. but I write in all different ways. Mm -hmm. I normally have my computer here. Mm -hmm. I have the song on my computer. I have my mm -hmm. notes up, and I type in my notes to write music, and I type, like, different stanzas. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I, well, what I'm trying to do now is actually start to write it out, but I'm yeah. just lazy, so I hate having to write everything out but yeah so most of the time I'm just my computer is on my desk and I'm just here in the zone looking at it and listening to my music over and over and over and just writing on the computer wow that's yeah. awesome I know every lights artist <laughs> okay lights off every artist has like a different you know way of writing like some people have to be outside some people have to be inside it has some people yeah. they're up mad late some people they have to wake up mad early so I was just curious to know, like, you know, what your writing process is, but that's dope, that's dope. So, as far as your singing and your songs, I know you just said that you're singing a new one of your newer songs um, at Open Mic tonight, so do you have any other new projects coming up, or do you plan on releasing any new music soon? What's going on with that? Yeah, um, currently right now, I'm just looking for an engineer that is going to work best with me and kind of understand my vision and who I am and the sound that I want. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm trying to actually teach myself wow. how to do my own music because I feel like it's better for me to produce, yes. produce it myself. Yes, like, doing so. everything by herself. <laughs> I mean, because the thing is, just like I invested in lashing, I need to invest in myself Singing. when it comes to music. Exactly. So I'm going to try to get myself equipment for my birthday and try to teach myself and see what I can do with that. So. Right. Yes, Brooke, the singer, the lash tech. But we can't forget that Brooke is also a full-time student at St. George University. Not only is she just a full-time student, she is very, very active on campus, very involved in campus. So talk to us a little bit about um, the organizations that you're a part of and your involvement at St. John's University. Yeah, so I um, actually have work study, and I don't typically try to bring this up, but it's with career services. And with mm -hmm. career services, it's a lot. So right. I, we have, like, a lot of events and a lot of entrepreneurship things. Mm -hmm. And with that, I feel like I'm very involved, even though it's not necessarily an organization. I feel like it's something that allows me to meet a lot of new people. It's major. Career yeah. services is major. Yeah, I love my job. I think it's great. Um, I also... I'm in student government. I'm junior yes. representative, so I enjoy doing that. Last year, we helped out with the big dessert thing after the fireworks, so that mm -hmm. was a lot of fun. Um, and I'm also a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. So, Period. Yes, yes. I am a fall 19 initiate, and I'm more thankful than anything to be a right. part of this organization. And that itself is a lot of work, but it's also a lot of fun. Exactly. Um, we have a lot of events. We have some events coming up in February. Mm -hmm. So you guys stay tuned to our Instagram. But, yeah, I enjoy being a part of it as well. So now that you are, you know, a part of um, a sorority, you have these leadership roles on campus, like, how was that shift for you? Because coming in freshman year, you know, like, weren't really involved mm -hmm. in much, just trying to find yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and you also had, like, a lot, a lot of credits, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you were kind of able to get a head start. But how was that transition for, me, for you, like, transitioning into these leadership roles yeah. on campus and having to really, like, tap into that while still balancing work, while still balancing business? while still balancing all these things. How was yeah. that transition for you? It's definitely been hard because as a college student, you want to have fun. You right. want to go out. You want to be adventurous. Mm -hmm. But I think the thing about me is I function by staying busy. 
So I like this week was so busy. I just had appointment after appointment, meeting after meeting, just different things going on back to back. And as sad as it is, I do get tired, but I do enjoy staying busy. So it's something that I do love to do and I ask for it. So I don't typically um, have issues with trying to balance. I think the main thing is just having time management. So, you know, if I have homework due on Wednesday, I'm going to do it on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Or if I have this coming up, I'm just going to like do it a week ahead or any processes that you have to go through or procedures where you're just like, okay, Brooke, I'm about to literally, like, go crazy. Mind, yeah. Like, what process do you have for yourself to make sure that you're maintaining that mental and emotional health? Because you have a lot on your plate. I do. And a lot of college students do, and a lot of us do, just mm -hmm. being young and growing up and having to transition into adulthood. It can be a lot, and sometimes we can lose our minds. Yeah. So tell our audience a little bit about, you know, what your process is and what are some things that you do to just make sure that you maintain that mental health, to make sure you maintain that emotional health, just to make sure that you're good up here, mm -hmm. you know, and also physically as well. So what yeah. what do you do? I'm huge on mental health, and honestly, music is a huge part of why I do what I do right. and why I'm able to stay sane. But it's right. very important to just have you time. So I'm really big Major. on having, yeah. Y'all really know, know, I always say that. <laughs> you need all my some you time. Y'all know I'm big on you time. I'm yeah. so big on you it. You have to have it. Um, every night, no matter how late it is, I always make sure I factor in having some you time and just right. be listening to music, right. relaxing, and, you know, even if it is writing music. Sometimes I don't want to write. Sometimes I just want to sit there and listen to music and relax. Trying to get into more um, meditating. My last sister meditates, so I want her to kind of introduce me into yeah. how to yeah, meditate. Do and do do, You do that? Yeah. yeah. Meditate. Yeah. I've yeah. been trying to get into meditation, but I don't really know how to properly do it. It's really mm -hmm. good. So, it's really calming. So I don't really know like how to tap into that. And but. if I'm being honest too, like lately I've been on YouTube a lot. So mm. my me time consists of YouTube. I will oh, literally sure. sit down, watch YouTube about being Pisces, watch YouTube about. I, I like those too. I, <laughs> they I'm, get I'm, addicting. <laughs> I don't like it. It's in my life it, too much. It gets, a, it gets addicting. Now you it, watch it every sorry, day. But I no, can't hold myself. Tar the tarot cards. Mm -mm. <laughs> See, they be trying to predict your life. No, stop. You watching the love That's why you need to know your sun sign, your moon sign, and your. Sun. Oh, here we go. I learned with about that. that last night to make sure I could differentiate. Here the we go with the zodiac stuff. So I. Be quiet. You know, but you, I, you know what? I do that though because it's about me, exactly. and that's a part of my me time. So mm -hmm. um, that's some stuff that I do. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna wrap it up, you guys. I'm gonna have Brooke name or just list out three things that you feel like um, you know any young entrepreneurs or young college entrepreneurs you know, who want to start a business, but also want to be involved on campus, like, what are just three things that you feel like you could tell them to just be like, hey, like, these are three things that I did to get me to where I'm at, so this is what I feel like yeah. you should do. So, um, definitely to be patient. I feel like that's the number one thing. You have mm -hmm. to be patient with yourself because it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen mm -hmm. tomorrow or the next day. So being patient, um, working hard, obviously, and being able to stay structured and organized because right. that's a huge factor in being not only an entrepreneur just but being a full-time student and right. um, just being in the world itself you have to stay organized with what you have going on right. and to make sure that you're on top of it right all right y'all this wraps up our interview with the kennedy brooks y'all make sure y'all follow her on instagram at the kennedy brooks also follow her lash page at 
underscore elegant eyes with a Z. Okay. <laughs> but Brooke's gonna still stay in the station with us. She's not going anywhere. We have a nice sad chat coming up. Um, we also have a nice juicy girl talk, so Brooke will be able to weigh in and be a part of our show after that. So Sabine, go ahead and bring us into our song break. All right, guys, it's your girl Sabine, and I have a really juicy sad chat for y'all. So before we get into a little tea, let's take a quick song break. And our song of the day is Cash the Sun by Lil Baby. So don't go anywhere. And we'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to Sad Chat, guys. So today's tea today is that, you know, Nicki Minaj, she back on the scene. And she be coming out of hiding. I ain't going to lie. She be looking better than ever. I don't yes, know. Yes. My sis Nicki. Yes. Nicki. My sis Nicki She looking good. Erica Tay on the hair. Yes. yes. <laughs> Is looking valid. Looking My sister Nicki Minaj had a hiatus. She was on a hiatus like she since was. November. She yes. always does that. And she though. did a calm pop out. I don't know. She you think she got lipo? She be I think she just went to the gym. Nah. Well, the thing is, she always does those hiatus and then come out with like music. Yeah, I, no, I think no, she about to drop a song. She is. Did you not snippet? Oh yeah, that preview. No, that's Yikes! Cool. I was like, oh, you know, like Nicki. Put my bass on. Put my bass wig on. Just in case y'all didn't know, y'all heard a boy on the mic. My boy Ty is in a building. Say what's up, Ty? What's up? He in the station with us today. He'll be chiming in a little bit on our conversation. If y'all want to follow him on Instagram, follow him at the only real boogie. Yes, the only real boogie. The only real one. Alright, so, anyways, get back into Snapchat. Alright, so, however, she's been out of hiding, but you know her and her ex-boyfriend, Meek Mill, they was going back at it with each other mm. on Twitter, you know? I think we all been waiting for this, like, what really happened, but mm-hmm. she had an argument. I think they really stemmed, like, the heat, because her and her husband were at the same store with Meek, and mm-hmm. then, you know, they had a little disagreement over mm-hmm. there. And then, boom, my sis Nikki, she petty. She a sad, so That's she petty. That's her okay. last name is Miss Petty, so I mean, I'm not even surprised. So, Nikki posted a photo with her and me, and she put a clown sticker on his face. She I'm said, You a clown. clown. Black jacket up. Yikes. Here we go. Mm-hmm. He's not a clown. How is he? A clown? We don't know what we don't know. Well, 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 I don't know. She tweeted some stuff, but it's on some clown activity. Okay. He's not a clown. No, that's the crazy thing. We don't know what goes on, goes on behind and those doors. doors. So. Mm. So mm. what was she tweeting about? But, okay, so one tweet I think that caught everybody by surprise. They were going back and forth constantly. There's too many tweets. I ain't gonna lie. You can look it up. Like there's too many tweets. Mm-hmm. And but the one that caught by everybody by surprise was you beat your own sister and tape it, spit on her and taped it, kicked me in front of your mother and sent her to the hospital. So many people came to attack Meek Mill for domestic abuse, but he responds to Nikki said the only way you could try to kill my career is to say I beat women. Talk about your brother convicted of rape. You've been new, and I paid for his lawyer. Um, so they've been going back and forth. Wow. So he throwing big subs, big shots. Well, Nikki uh, just said a big allegation. <laughs> she just said yeah. a big allegation. Like, a lot right there. Whoa. She just she said, said he whew, kicked her in front of his mother. Like, Domestic whoa. abuse? Meek Mill? Yeah. I don't really know. I, honestly, this situation is really sticky because... Like, Nicki Minaj is my sis, but she can get a little crazy sometimes just knowing, like, her and Safari, their relationship was really toxic. Like, if you're but a real he, Nicki fan, you know. But like, he helped her. But he like, helped her career for he helped her career for sure. Like, you know, there's no Nicki Minaj without Safari, honestly. Like, I hate to say it, but, like, he really mm-hmm. did push her career. But at the end of the day, like, their relationship was so, so toxic. And, you know, I'm pretty sure Nicki Minaj has a little toxic traits. Meek Mill is like, everybody in the industry knows you're a nasty person. He's not the first person that said that. Yeah. Honestly, 
just think Nicki Minaj has a lot of haters, and I think yeah. she may be a she's little really arrogant. Tough. I think she has standards. And I think that, she has and, standards. And not only she's that, not she's been go- through a lot. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So she's not going to just accept anything. Exactly. Like, who are you to talk to me she's this way sure. or do this? Like, no. Exactly. It's going to be this, 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 and, and that's it. Exactly. And I believe she's very arrogant. And she probably is a bit of an a-hole, too, when it comes yeah. to energy stuff. But I think she deserves to be. She's a she woman in the industry. In the game. How do you expect her to be? Bro, years, she's, a decade, she's a woman a in the industry. Wait a minute. She's been in the game for a decade. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Look at Gabrielle Union. They always say that she is this, that, and the third. Okay. But look at how you guys are treating her. Exactly. She's a black woman in the industry. Exactly. So, I mean, Nicki Minaj, she may be a little, you know, she may be a B uh, word sometimes. But, but she should be. Hey, I've been in the game for mad long. I can say whatever I want. Okay. Well, and her numbers oh. back it up. Like, Nicki Minaj exactly. is just, she's, I'm sorry. Like, I hate when people try to knock her talent. That girl is talented. She makes hits. That girl is talented. We go back 2010. And the woman. fact that folks what? tried to put Cardi B over her really disgusts me. But we're going to get it. We're we not going to get into that. We're going to talk about that another day. So, continue. So, and also, he finally confirm me because you know there was rumors meek and the little designer milano you know we didn't know if they was together but they was caught seen together and now she's pregnant but no one knew if they was that's his kid hey, but he confirmed kid. it kid, so i'm kind of happy you know he's having a kid but you know nikki had to throw a shot like you better be with your baby mama like nikki don't do that yeah. don't i don't do even that. know who he stated it though is. he stated it though like he he stated in his um tweet saying that he's with his baby mother. He's like, yeah, yeah. Really, like really caring about the beef though. But he said that he cares about after, it though. He said it after, after he, he was asking for her for a good ten that. minutes. He was he was going back and forth with her like, don't Ty, stop trying to. But no, no, it set it off. It set it way. It set it off. It set it off though. It set off by like him liking a picture of like her. Uh, husband, uh, like, yeah, because he's petty. Like, but that's that's little though. Like it's not why you like her new man's space. She didn't have to like set it off. Like okay, but things can trigger people. Yeah, and yeah. exes clearly trigger her. Yeah, so that's just that. On that, and he probably triggers her because, like we said, we really don't know what went what on behind happened. closed doors. So he mm-hmm. she she probably like I didn't have enough of your stuff, and now you about to like, try to like his pictures and stuff like. Now I'm really finna go off on you. Now I'm really finna air everything out since you really mm-hmm. wanna take it there. And Nicki Minaj is known for doing that. And Meek like, has a pattern of always coming he for does. her exes. Because even when her and Nas were supposedly going around, he has something to say about that. Yeah. He has something to say about this one dude that nobody really knows that she was messing with. I was reading an article about it, but she he always has something to say about men of her past. So mm-hmm. I mean, he's triggered. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think he triggers her. I think Nico yeah. triggers her. And vice versa. Reason. And yeah, and he and Nicki Minaj triggers him too. So everything she does, they're toxic for each other. Exactly. And they were cute. Mm-hmm. I think they were cute. The way it they started, I liked her. Not. The way it started though was when, because um, James Harden had posted a, a snippet of a Meek Mill song mm-hmm. talking about Nicki Minaj's current boyfriend or husband. Saying uh, this dude wears bootcut jeans with designer shoes. Oh yeah, that was jokes. yeah, yeah. and See? it was funny. Was and he was, was like By trying to be petty. Him, like you, you know, don't think someone's gonna react to it? Like come on, like if I was a rapper <laughs> and my dude, yeah, my ex is coming at my dude in a song. Come on, I'm gonna be tight. I'm gonna that's, be tight. That's facts. Mm-hmm. That's facts. All right, what's next for us? But like, guys, do you guys think they're in denial of like how the relationship ended? What do you mean, like Nick, Nikki, and me? Yeah. You think they're in denial? Um, I don't I think they're. They were friends after they broke up for a little were bit. They? Yeah, they they actually came to like a whole little relationship, not relationship, but friendship after they broke up, and then things went back down to south. Because so, he, he got jealous. Like, where did he come from? Like, 
I think that Meek is just as toxic as yeah. Nicki, and I think that he's very possessive. I feel like so, they low key miss he each other. Possessive. I feel like they low key miss each other. That's what I'm saying. Like they miss each other. If you're going back and forth, back and forth on Twitter, come on. If you really moved on, you would not say nothing. Yeah. Mm. They would have not. I don't know on. what's going on. Mm. I think it's a mess. Yeah, they closed the show. Honestly, I didn't even read all the tweets. The tweets are <laughs> <laughs> She was retweeting tweets, too. Yeah. I was, read some of them, but she was retweeting. Was like, she was She was literally retweeting, like, all the tweets of, like, people, like, talking mess about me. Like, yeah. But Nicki Minaj is petty, so I'm she really not surprised. Like, I expected that from her, so I was just like, mm, oh, well, that's her. Like, that's, that is, it is what it is, you know? So, I don't know. Oh, well. Well, next, you know, Super Bowl weekend just passed, you know, and Jay-Z and Beyonce was called the Super Bowl, and people were not crazy about them sitting down during the national anthem. <sighs> So many people feel that they were rude and disrespectful to sit during the anthem on national television, but other people felt that they were making a statement for justice in America, similar to the idea that Colin Kaepernick was doing when he was mm-hmm. in the NFL. Right. However, this is a controversy because Jay-Z and Rock Nation has a partnership with the NFL, which is including the performance of the Super Bowl halftime show and other major performances that is now involved in the offices of the NFL. Mm-hmm. So it's him sitting down could really affect future deals, but, you mm-hmm. know, J.C., you know, he had to say a statement, and he just made an appearance at Columbia University and says him and his wife were not doing a silent protest, but they were in artist mode. So they were focused on, like, looking at the show, did Demi's mic start, was it too low to start, there too many speakers on the floor? And he added he was just monitoring the halftime show due to this deal with creating the performance for the Super Bowl. So you guys believe that? Like No, not at all. Why? Because if you know Jay Z and if you listen to Jay Z's music, he's always been like power to the people. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I grew up listening to Jay Z because that's literally like my mom's favorite rapper. So like I just grew up listening to him like say these certain things and like be a super advocate and now times have changed like back in the days he wasn't what he is now like he Mm -hmm. was more of just like a low-key like new york rapper like he was famous in new york but like not much of anywhere else but then when he really blew up he really started getting money he started really having these deals things have kind of changed but i feel like he still you know made his statement of power Mm -hmm. to the people and so has beyonce i mean beyonce is real power to the people so i personally feel like they just put that statement out just 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 because of the deal not only that i don't know about y'all but whenever i hear the national anthem the first thing that's going through my head is whether i'm going to stand up or not yeah that's that's the first thing that's going through my head so i think that what they did and blue ivy was sitting too but they weren't the only ones sitting there were also people around them that were sitting that should have got bashed the same way but the thing about it is that not only does he own a part of the nfl or have a partnership but it's just a small portion the the nfl is very very large and the thing is Mm -hmm. when you do things like that I understand maybe he, maybe they wanted to make a statement, maybe not. I don't know. But when you do things like that, you can get, you know, it can cause a lot of controversy yeah. as it did. And like I said, it's a small portion of the NFL that he's a has a partnership with. Mm-hmm. So one wrong turn and it could cost him a lot. So mm-hmm. I think that the statement was released so that he could, you know. Save his save deal his, yeah, and not save get in his, trouble. And they exactly. probably told him, like, you need to you fix need this. To, yeah, you need to get it together. They basically. did it on purpose. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty I don't sure. Know. Like, I'm but the sure thing is, the crazy thing is, Colin Kaepernick actually commented on it, and he was like, "But kneeling um, isn't enough," because Jay Z had made a comment after his deal, and he was like, "Kneeling isn't really doing anything." Mm-hmm. So I think it is funny that he sat during the national anthem after he criticized Colin Kaepernick after you know he was kneeling. Exactly. So, but that is that is Jay-Z. weird. I'm, I'm pretty sure. It, I'm pretty sure it was on purpose. You don't like. You, you know what I'm doing. Like, you, you're not paying attention to the Super Bowl. Like, the national anthem is going on. There's flags on the field. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 everything is going yeah. on. You know what you're doing. And, at the and you end know of the day, you going to stand or not. And like Beyonce probably right. told, he, she probably was like, I'm not standing up. You yeah. already know. And at the end of the day, I understand that a lot of people don't like who our president is, but we live in an amazing country. You know, we have opportunity. We have. Yeah, 100%. We, other countries have nothing compared to what we have. We're yeah, able to buy clothes for ourselves. We're able to have careers for ourselves. People are able to go after their dreams. Oh, people true. can't do that in other countries. At they the end can. of the day, we live in an amazing country compared to others. So I think that it, a lot of people were you know, upset because we have filled all of their pockets with billions of dollars, and they didn't even flinch. So I think that it was definitely intentional. Mm, I don't know. I, yeah, I think it was intentional for sure. I think like both, like probably they were probably sitting down, like you know, for justice, but also like, you know, he is a part of the Super um, Super Bowl halftime performance, like creator. So I guess he was watching all that. <laughs> Why are you not believing? Because it? you have to understand, like when you're at the Super Bowl and the national anthem is going on, that's all that's going on. Like everybody around you is standing up. Demi did amazing. You, that's what I'm saying. But everybody around <laughs> everybody around you is standing up. So you don't just you don't be that zoned in. Yeah. Like there's a it'll be different if he just got off caught off guard and then he stood up late maybe because yeah. he snapped out of it. But you don't be that zoned in. Everybody in the stadium is singing. Demi, she's singing a song. Like everybody is standing up. Mm-hmm. Like you're not that zoned in, in my opinion. Like, I think they did it on purpose, and he came out with a statement just to kind of clean things up. Yeah, so, he meant that. You know. He definitely I, did. He definitely, he yeah, that's what I'm saying. He definitely did it on purpose. Because yeah. I know I, 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 I'm either going to do this or I'm not. I'd be like, do I want to stand? Do I want to take my hat off? No, I'm not doing that. I'd be making them executive decisions in my head. Like, I'm going to be zoned into anything. So, I, I, I don't think so. Well... That was all for, you know, sad chats, but we know we're about to bring it in to our girl talk. You know, today's topic, don't settle. So, Caitlin, talk some stuff. So, Kiara introduced this topic last week for our girl talk, but we kind of ran out of time. And we're about to run out of time again today. But... We're going to jump right into it. So, in a recent Love & Hip Hop New York episode, rapper Jim Jones and longtime girlfriend Christy talk about their relationship and taking it to the next level, a.k.a. marriage, right? So, these two have been together for almost 16 years, That's bro. That's sick. 16 <laughs> Sorry. You know you love, you bro. That is not... 16 years and have been engaged twice. And the first thing they got engaged was when... Chrissy proposed to Jim, so that's a whole nother topic, okay? About whether the girl should get on a one knee or if the guy should get not on a one knee. Not me. I know I ain't getting down ain't on the floor. I ain't I'll be damned. Nothing. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would not. What's that tweet? If I propose, I'm about to eat a jean jacket or something. Like, someone tweeted that. I'm not doing that. You you rather eat a jean jacket than propose? Uh, yes. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? What? Yo, look at me tight. <laughs> so, you know, uh, first time Christy proposed to Jim, but they have yet to get married. And let me re-emphasize, y'all, this has been 16 years, right? So, previously, Jones never really made it seem like he was pressed to get married to Christy. 
so they was just keeping it at the engaged, you know, kind of stage. And I guess Chrissy was the one who was really like pushing the marriage, like you know, because she wanted to get married. You're engaged to get married. That's what I'm saying. You you're engaged to get married, and I think that's really what's wrong with like I don't know what's going on with this generation, but it's just like folks be getting engaged and stay engaged for like ten plus years. What is going on here? We're like, lazy. this ain't the pre-marriage. Like, you should only be engaged, in my opinion, for like a year or two yeah, max. Yeah, to be honest. Two max. Sorry. Don't get engaged if you really never planned on getting married in the mm-hmm. first place. That's that's one. Ty, you got something to say? Well, I was going to say is that, like, what's the wait for? Like, that you know, exactly. Like, what are you like, for? Exactly. 16 years. Any Six. kids? No. no. She got kids. 16 years. Bro. So, That's sick. so it seemed like it seemed like she was the only one that was pressed to get married, right? So in their recent conversations, it now seems like he is trying to push the marriage, right? Mm. It seems like he's the one that's really trying to push the marriage, but she settled. She like, oh, I'm chilling now. I ain't trying to get married. I wanted to get married uh, 10, 10, 15 years ago, but I'm chilling now and I'm content with where we're at. So that's where this topic comes in. I personally feel like she shouldn't have settled. She should have stood her ground and stood and and uh, kept her beliefs because obviously she be- she believed in marriage and she got in- she wanted to you know get married to him and she wanted to do that. But he didn't got her thinking like you know nah we ain't gonna be married we just gonna settle down you know you know we just gonna chill and now he the one that wanna go get married and she settled. So. I personally feel like that's the whole message. I don't think you should settle. I'm not about to be engaged for, to nobody for 15 years plus. I'm not doing that. Yeah, you I'm shouldn't. not doing that. And, you know, Common and his girlfriend actually broke up because he didn't want kids and she did. And she's now moved on. But it's an example of somebody not settling. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't, uh, if they don't agree with you on the lifetime values that you have, then you should not be with them. Exactly. If you believe in marriage and he doesn't, then do not be with him. Then don't you settle. Get what you want exactly and that's that on that exactly so that's what i believe in also like don't settle if you have certain standards then if you know exactly what you want out of a relationship and the person that you're with just is not meeting up to those standards mm-hmm. don't settle for less there is yeah. there is plenty more fish in the sea and i think that's the problem females feel like i'm i got comfortable this is the mm-hmm. guy i want to be with i and don't feel like options. i can be with exactly they feel like mm-hmm. they can't be with anybody mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. and they settle down and they get into to this mess but i personally don't get too comfortable you cannot get too comfortable with these people you have to have your own beliefs you have to stand your ground and you have to know hey i know i'm worth this i know i'm worth more than this and i'm gonna keep it pushing like if you can't get on my page and if we ain't here then i'm out the door and i'm over there okay period exactly so i was just like period i ain't gonna lie though like my sister she was in a relationship for 10 years. Oh. When I mean she just got the hose, like two months ago. Two months ago. Oh. And now she don't even want a wedding. Oh, oh yeah. So she in the same That's year. Okay. But I'm the one who's telling her, like, sis, you, you know, you can hit, you can hit 35. Like, you know, oh. like, you, you need, oh. everyone that was getting married, come on, sis. Like, it's oh, so embarrassing. So she settled. You know? And she, she got settled. A and then now he's like, I'm ready. Now you ready? So what you been doing? Yeah. Chilling. Exactly. Chilling. I, I think, there. I I think people, me. people are really afraid of commitment. 
people are really afraid of commitment. But they I feel are. like, I mean, when you're engaged, all, that's still. I think we're all scared. All of us. Everybody's scared. Everybody's scared of commitment. Yeah. Because once you in, you in. But if you're engaged, if you're engaged at that point, you should. You men? Yeah, men. I feel like men is always like, they really not ready for that type of moment. Yeah. Because they feel like. I mean, we are always kind of the ones pushing it. Yeah. I feel like the female put more pressure. I know some girls. No, I'm not going to lie. I ain't pushing nothing either, baby. My arms are a little weak. I can't even lift my belt. <laughs> what I look like pushing a whole relationship. No, sorry, like, you're not really a commitment. Like you, you're more of like just chilling. I'm not chilling, but I'm. I'm not. <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> if I'm getting into a relationship with, first of all, we're young. But if I'm getting into a relationship with someone. I feel like, okay, that's commitment right there. If we're in the talking stage, I'm not pushing for commitment. Like, yeah. if we're in the talking stage, personally, y'all already know my time limit on the talking stage. I really don't. Same with engagement. Yeah. I feel What's like you should time be- limit on the talking stage? One Wait. month. What dating. is the talking stage for you though? Like, what is it for? Here we you? go. Uh, like, what, what is that? Like, just like engagement is pre-marriage, the talking mm-hmm. stage is pre-relationship. Are you, are, but wait, it's wait. Dating. Are, you, are you are you loyal in that talking stage? Like, like if, do you show I feel commitment? like if you guys come to a certain, if you guys have a talk about it and you're in a certain agreement, then okay, that's different. Yeah. Uh-huh. But otherwise, I feel like it's just dating. And yeah. you're simply dating around because who am I to only be talking to one person after a month? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense to me. So, so I should why? date around. So and see, date I don't like my that. But this is how Wait, you hold on. Yeah, that's that's od. No, 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 no. If I'm just now starting to talk to somebody. Um, after a month, like if y'all decide that y'all just want to be talking to each other, okay. But I'm saying, why would I immediately just say, "Oh, I'm only going to be talking to this person"? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not engaged. Yeah, I'm not about way. to be so serious. That's not my boyfriend. But because I like them, and that's okay. why you decide. <laughs> that's why you date around. <laughs> that's why you date people. around to decide you know, if no, no, that's no, the no, person that's that you want to actually talk to and see. And that's too much. That's how many. That's a lot of issues. That's too much. Like you're gonna have to talk about a lot of issues. Wait. Like, why are you talking to them? So y'all, y'all don't believe side note. Y'all side note. My I'm mom just, just My mom just texted me. She said two to three months, definitely. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. One month okay. is not enough. Okay, like, not a month. You need a to month date. Have, you need you know? to date around. Okay. I'm not gonna uh, like first start talking to somebody. So, like so. I'm only gonna so talk to you. So are you telling? Are you telling that person? Are you being truthful with that person? Like are you telling like oh, I'm about to just yeah. like talking. Yeah. So if y'all come and to that, so, and that's that's like, okay. until, it's yeah, until it's established that we're only going to be talking to each other, you're dating yeah. and you're dating around. But There's how long no, is that process? That's what I'm saying. I mean, that could depend. It could be a month, two months, three months. Like your mom See, said, three no. months is a talking stage. I feel like it's different <laughs> for everyone. Everyone's timing is different. And for yeah. me, I like to take Jonathan, my time. I'm not going to just, <laughs> I'm not going to immediately um, just say, oh, I'm only going to talk to you. And again, maybe that's me because I quote unquote have commis- commitment issues. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I feel like I need time to really get to know somebody. I yeah. like to be free. I like to date. I'm t- about to be 20. Yeah. 
Why do I just say, oh, I like you, I want to text you and only you? Wait, huh? I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this though, because I wouldn't like that if you're talking around to other females. Because then what's, you need what's, to tell them. Uh, that. We gonna we gonna understand. That. That's why I say you come to a certain agreement. But if I'm seeing another like, say if so, like one of your friends and you just pop up in the phone like, oh, she's talking to other people. Look at this. Look at this. That's mad embarrassing. That's one. If y'all haven't established that y'all okay. are only but gonna talk, but how long? That's how long? How long is this? That's like how long you all. doing this dating process? Yeah. Because that's personally, me, if I'm gonna talk to other people, that's a good two weeks, whatever. But exactly. Like, they really, saying take your time. Exactly. Exactly. I honestly can see where both sides of the argument are coming from. I understand where Brooke is coming. I understand where Brooke is coming from. Like in the talking stage, there there could be or could not be commitment. This is Brooke's personal like you have to this communicate. Is, this That's is my how thing. you this is how you feel. You feel like there probably shouldn't really be any commitment in the talking mm-hmm. stage unless it's discussed. Yeah, you move. And then y'all that. feel like, okay, maybe not. I personally feel like the talking stage is all about conversation and communication. Yeah. And that's where situationships like, start be to be come in. Because miscommunication is is it, exactly. it happens so much in the talking stage that it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like one person may be on one page, like, okay, exactly. yeah, I'm feeling her and I want to be in a relationship with her but one person may be like uh i'm gonna text him i think he cute i'm gonna let him take me out on dates but honestly i'm also texting this other dude so i'm filling him out too so there has to be a conversation within three to four maybe there needs to be a conversation when y'all reach that month of texting consistently exactly. and dating then the conversation may need to take <laughs> place about of, said, okay, one week, so, one week. <laughs> then the conversation needs to take place of okay cool so we talking whatever whatever like what are the guidelines from here on out like maybe not we not getting into a relationship we could still be in a talking stage but are are you are we only talking am i only talking to you are you only talking to me like what's really going on here and then that's that's what happens but the problem with us and i feel like you know when we're in college and just our generation we don't have conversations and i feel like when the problem that comes with guys like the problem that comes with guys a lot is like we'll come to y'all on some like okay like i just want to know what this is you know we you know we love to say what is this like what are we doing you know what i'm saying we love we love that that question y'all back out y'all stuttering but i'm saying and then then, then sometimes y'all freeze up and then y'all be like i could never freeze up that's what all right we're gonna know go ahead Okay. Okay. Jonathan, we need to have a toy. He don't freeze up. I don't freeze up. Why you freeze up, Jonathan? That's what I'm saying. I feel like sometimes, I feel like sometimes guys, like when you be like, okay, what are we doing? What is this? Y'all be like, no, they be like, I'm just vibing. I'm trying to look for a while. I know that's 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 what you know. That's what. That's what. That means one thing though. Only means one thing. Why do you be like, you know, Sabrina? We just vibing. At that age, we just vibing. See, Brooke. Uh-huh. If you were a guy, I would I'm not talk talking. to you, bro. I would not talk well, to you, bro, if you was a guy. Because well, you'd be playing games. Everybody knows me. Well, I ain't playing everybody knows what's okay. bothering me. Yeah, see, but vibing. Me. See, when it comes nah. to guys, that's basically like, you know, I'm, I'm you know with your vibe. It means nothing. It means nothing. You're like, you're still messing with other people. That's what vibing is. If you just met someone, you're vibing. Okay. All right, bro. You're not using the right yeah, definition. Before the second week, by the third week, that's you know, what I'm saying. By the third week, y'all are communicating. <laughs> all right, all right, y'all. We're gonna have to oh, no. we're gonna have to wrap this conversation <laughs> up because our time.
time has run out, and there's a show immediately after us, so we're going to go ahead and let them get on air. Long story short, everybody feels differently about this talking stage. We will touch back on this topic next no. week, okay? We were gonna, we're going to talk about this topic next week. We're going to, uh, you know, figure out what the guidelines of all of this is, so make sure you tune in for our next Girl Talk next week. Make sure you tune in to our show next week. Every Thursday from 6 to 7, our girl Kiara will be back into the station as well, so we hope you all enjoyed our show. Once again, tune in next Thursday from 6 to 7. Follow us on Instagram at K Squared Radio, and we will see you guys next week. All right, bye, guys. Bye. bye. bye.